I have with me three of those geeks you used to know. Um, we're going to go in order of my appearance on my computer. Uh, I've got Lauren, then Dave, then Bob. So, Lauren, introduce yourself. I think you just did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm Lauren. <laughs> I, I'm Dave, uh, living in the quarantine. And I'm Bob, also living in spectacular my house. Yeah. Well, you've got the best view uh, in, in your back. Not your face, no. Just the, behind you. <laughs> I was going to say, is that, isn't his screen just all me? So, you're welcome. Live from the Batcave with the with the hollowed poster in there. Yeah, nice. Um, so, we wanted to do uh, a special episode. Uh, usually, we like to keep things pretty positive um, until we're yelling at each other. But this time, what I wanted to do was the most disappointing films. Um, so... Uh, it's going to be different to everybody how you guys want to present it. Um, I'm going to kind of rank, I, not rank them, but just movies that I was really excited about. And then I saw them and I was really let down. <laughs> That's kind of how I compiled this list. And I've got little stories behind most of them. Um, so we'll just kind of go around Robin and you tell us and, I'm sure we're going to have some overlap, especially when it comes to the comic book stuff, because we're all comic book fans. Um, but I will start off. Uh, I'll start off the list here with The Last Jedi. Um, this was a movie. Yeah. So Star Wars Force Awakens, I consider the most anticipated movie of my life. Like, I've been waiting forever to see a sequel to Return of the Jedi. Well, 30 years. Um, and I loved it. Thought it was great. And I was like, oh, go, okay, he set up all this stuff. It's going to be crazy. J.J. Abrams did such a good job. And then we went and saw, and finally, you know, Luke Skywalker didn't talk in that one. We finally are going to see Luke Skywalker. He's going to come out. He's going to use his lightsaber. He's going to, like, cut down a bunch of people. Him and Kylo are going to fight. Leia's going to use the Force. And then what we saw was Luke being like, no, I'm a crotchety old man. I don't want to train you. <laughs> Everyone's bitching. <laughs> he dies at the end of it. And spoiler, I, whoa. Hey, this is a spoiler. This is a spoiler podcast. It's filled with them. <laughs> All these movies are probably not movies that just came out yesterday. So anyway, for me, it was a giant disappointment, and even now I look back at that movie and I get really kind of almost angry sometimes about what what happened. I'm actually surprised that you picked that, not because it was a disappointment, but because isn't it isn't it fairly typical for like the second in a trilogy to kind of be a little, you know, carryover? I mean, I, I get what you're saying, um, but it was Star Wars. It was entertaining. You can't deny it wasn't entertaining. Yeah, there's definitely there's I, parts of it that I love. I want to clarify, like, just off of what you just said, Bob, my list doesn't necessarily mean that I didn't find entertainment value in these movies. It was more a did not reach my level of expectation. So yes. there are movies on here that I still very much liked, but didn't hit the level that they should have in my mind. So that's I, I was just going to say, you said the second movie in the trilogy is often 
it's a disappointing one, but I would point to like the second Lord of the Rings movie and Dark Knight and other movies. Empire that Strikes the, Back. Other movies Aliens. that were Godfather Two, like other movies yeah. that were the second in the trilogy. That's too. all I'm saying. I'm not saying that you're incorrect in saying the second movie might sometimes be the worst, but it, it's not like the thing. So, so two comments to make. Number one. I, yeah, okay. Everybody throws out the Godfather 2 thing like they won Best Picture. The reason why the Godfather 2 is such an anomaly is because typically the second movie is the low movie. I'm not saying it doesn't happen the opposite. Of course it does. But that's not the norm. Second, to Lauren's point, um, th- I understand the category that we're talking about today is disappointing movies. But we're not typical movie fans. We've okay. seen... A ton of movies. I would say more than your average person. So I think because it's us talking about this, these are movies that, to me, the biggest disappointment is expecting entertainment and getting crap. And that's why I just assumed that what made our lists were going to be movies that we didn't find entertaining. And and I do want to say also, a lot of people will, you know, especially Dave knows and well, actually, all of you guys know, like, we've gone to, like, a lot of movie premieres, and you've had people waiting in line saying, like, oh, my God, this movie's going to be so bad. I don't go into a movie wanting it to be bad, ever. Right. I want to – I didn't pay the money to go and be like, this movie's going to suck. Well, why even give it any money? Like, I wanted every one of these movies to be good, and I went in – excited and just like lauren said and bob said it just didn't reach my level of expectations that's all there i mean movies are where i get my entertainment like movies video games that's my thing i'm not as much into the comic world as you guys are so this is where i get my joy and my entertainment so if i am taking out time of my day and my life to go see these I just want to be entertained, so I don't even know what Bob's doing. <laughs> um, like, I, like I said, I go in with obviously I hope for entertainment, but I go in with no expectations, so that way I am entertained in some sense. There are very few movies that I go into that I actually come out and I was like, well, that all around, I found no entertainment in that at all. So I'm hopeful. Mm. There are a few I've on got my some list on like here that. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, do have, I do have a few, and that is why they made the list. But I also have movies that are on my list that I still found entertainment in, but they could have been better. And maybe the source material was better, and I found more joy in that, which doesn't normally happen for me. So that's why they made my list, at least. And I can, I'll explain that when we get to those, obviously. But Well, it's your turn next, so what do you got? Oh. Uh... So I have a movie on here that when I went to, um, I actually left the theater furious. Like I was so mad that I went and spent money on this. Um, it was between this movie and another movie. Um, the guy that I went with actually picked the movie and I wouldn't let him live it down for years. Uh, that would be the last airbender. Um, absolutely hated left movies furious. That I spent did, money. You, did you know about the Airbenders before you saw the movie? So, um, I watched the show, not necessarily in order completely, but I enjoyed it. And so I knew of the story, a premise of the story going in. Um, and when I got there, 
the movie was crap. Um, I don't <laughs> mind M. Night Shyamalan movies. Um, I mean, he's got his good movies. He's got some terrible movies. He does um, have some good movies. Come he on, does. Bob. Come on. We might talk about he's some got, of the bad he's ones got a later. Few, but overall, he's yeah. an overrated director. I don't think he's the right choice for that movie. Um, I don't think. I think that there was so much source material that was ignored. Um, I think that just. I'm not even gonna go into it. That movie was terrible. That it was number one on my list. I've never left a movie so mad before. So and I wasn't a, like I wasn't even a huge like knowledgeable fan about the animated show. So I can't even imagine what those fans are thinking. So it's it's funny because actually I, I see this movie a lot on a lot of people's lists. This was um on a list I recently watched on YouTube of like movie uh, sh- movies that were supposed to reignite somebody's career, and it was for M Night Shyamalan. Um, but with that being said, most of the people I've talked to who have seen this movie, if they're fans of the show, they don't like the movie. And if they're not, they find it mildly entertaining. So that's why I asked. Okay. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have not watched. I've watched like a couple episodes of the show, um, mostly because it's not streaming yet. So once it comes to Netflix, I'll end up watching the whole thing. I borrowed someone's DVDs and I found the whole process of standing up walking to my PlayStation, putting in a disc, coming back to my seat, I go, I just can't do this. I did it for like two discs, and I just couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> First world problems. Couldn't, yeah, I know, couldn't do the whole TV show. I was like, I need to binge this on all my devices. So, um, anyways, Dave, you you go. Uh, sure. So, mine is, one of my first one, I have two comedies on my list. Um, and the first one I'll do is Year One. Uh, it's got Jack Black, who I love. I'm a big Tenacious D fan, huge Jack oh, Black fan. That movie. I have yeah, Mike <laughs> Michael Sarah, who I love from Superbad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, McLovin, who I loved in Superbad, directed by Harold Ramis. Um, so I just thought it was going to be awesome, and that movie is so incredibly stupid and bad. Like I don't even think I laughed once. So. To go into a comedy with some of your favorite comedic actors um, and a really good comedic writer um, and director and not laugh once, I was just thorough. Like, I just wanted my $5 back or whatever it was. It was just <laughs> bad. That movie is actually on my honorable mentions. I, I agree with Dave 100%. I remember seeing the preview and going, this isn't going to be good for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so I just didn't even bother going to see it or renting it. Yeah, I had the opposite. When I saw the preview, I was like, this looks awesome. Yeah, it literally checked all my boxes, like Jack Black, Michael Cera, Harold Ramis, like I, a bunch of other Olivia like... Olivia Wilde. Yeah, Olivia Wilde, like other actors you had seen in things. Uh, Vinnie Jones, who's always funny in, when he's playing like the funny tough guy. And some other people like, I don't know, just epically fucking terrible and not funny at all. Okay, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good one. Comedy. I didn't. I didn't think that was gonna make it in. Okay. Uh, all right, Bob. So, with all my comments about movies that I did not find entertaining but did find disappointing, I'm actually going to put one on here that I found disappointing and and enormously entertaining. Um, but the reason for it is because uh, it's The Village, and my Shyamalan movie. Um, I would say, in my opinion, this is the turning point of his career where he goes from a really good actor after his sixth sense and um, Unbreakable and into The Village. 
and I went to the movie theaters to see, or not, excuse me, the drive-in to see this, and laughed so hard during this movie. Like, me and my friend literally spent the entire time making fun of this movie and how ridiculous it was. And for what was advertised as a suspenseful kind of horror movie, um, it, it was definitely not that at all. So disappointing in the sense that it was not at all even the genre I thought it was going to be. So I also had this on my list, and I was going to say, can we just combine this with The Happening? Because I have Village slash The Happening on the same line. Both movies are epically a letdown, stupid uh they're those movies that you like literally get done watching and you actually get kind of mad that you can't get that two hours back of your life. Like again, like Bob said, this was the slope down for M night shell on, uh, <laughs> Mark, Mark Wahlberg, like say hi to your mother for me. Like uh, it just, the trees, like it, both these movies are fucking terrible and they deserve to be on every list of bad movies, most disappointing movies, movies that almost ended people's careers. These should be, etched into all of those lists all i was gonna say is um don't forget about uh lady in the water as well that was on there yes <laughs> but I, i've never i've never seen that i actually i haven't watched it because i heard it was bad i will tell you this i was actually all about the village until the ending like until once i found out like that was the twist it took me out of it and i i forgot about it um at the time of watching it, coming off of Unbreakable and and uh, what was the other one, Six Sense, and I think Signs even, Fine. yeah, Signs were all, and I was like, okay, this guy's great. And then I remember do I remember watching The Village and being like, okay, this is a sweet movie. And then it just kept getting worse as it went on, and I was just like, well, that uh, that sucks. And then pretty much everything that he did after that, though, I will say with um, what's the two recent ones. Not glass, but the one before split, split. But the other one where it's a like it's those two kids who go to their grandparents' house and they're all messed up. Those two movies are very good. Those are on his. I also like Devil, which I think he might have written or something. He wrote that. That's a great movie. Yeah, that's that's a good movie. Um, I I agree. Oh, go ahead, Bob. Sorry. I did want to say before we go on, um, I do, I have prepared a little game for us to play. Right now? First round? You know, I, figured, I got I got a lot of them, so I figured we'll do it every time it comes back around let's, to me. Let's sprinkle. So I'm sprinkling. This is my sprinkle. So uh, we were talking about disappointments. This is the category for today. And what I did was I came up with friendships. Game, which is higher on Rotten Tomatoes score? Uh, the audience score. So, which is the higher Rotten Tomato score? So, like the better one, just to clarify, like who, what got the better? Or like score? which one's fresher or which one's rotten? Which one's fresher? So okay. the better score, so the good one. So I've tried to predict what movies you guys are going to put in your list. So hopefully I get it in the right rounds. So the first one we're going to do, um, I'm, I went with newer movies, which has a higher audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Bad Boys for Life or Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle? Welcome Bad Boys jungle. for Life. Ooh, Dave and Lauren on opposite sides. Casey, you're the tiebreaker. I said I said Jumanji. Jumanji. So Jumanji has a Rotten Tomato score of 87%. I actually really like that movie. Bad Boys yeah. for Life has a current Rotten Tomato score of 96%. Whoa. Wow. 
Wow. Bazinga. So Dave, I haven't seen it. I have seen Bad Boys for Life, and it is deserving of that rating. I just assumed everyone loves The Rock so much that he would always get the win. I mean, 86 is not bad, right? Like, 86 is great, but yeah. yo, Bad Boys for Life is, it's, well, even but though it's, we've only had two months of actual movie theater time, it's the best movie of the year, <laughs> theater-wise. <laughs> um, all right, so next on my list, um, and this one probably has some crossover potential here, Spider-Man 3. This was... This was uh, this one hurt physically, <laughs> actually. As you guys know, I'm a eh, pretty big Spider-Man fan. <laughs> and um, seeing Spider-Man 2, which is still one of the greatest Spider-Man movies, or sorry, comic book movies of all time. A lot of people consider it the best Spider-Man, let alone comic book movie of all time, though I don't agree with that statement. Um, but anyways, coming off of that high, and seeing... Like, you know how sometimes you can watch a preview and it still gets you excited? Which there's a couple other movies on my list that get like that where I'm like, the preview is better than the movie. I remember watching the preview for Spider-Man 3 and just being like, oh my god, Venom's coming, Sandman's there, Gwen Stacy, this looks amazing. And then just in the movie starts out the first half hour, epic. Like absolutely epic. It's super fun. CGI is on point. I love Bryce Dallas Howard. I still have a huge boner for her. And she shows up as Gwen Stacy. And I was like, oh, my God. And then things just violently go downhill from walking walking on the street, pointing at people. And the venom is horrible and blah, blah, blah. So that one, I remember it crushed me. And I have not seen that movie since it came out. Refuse to watch it ever again. Doesn't he break out a jazz flute and start playing? I Probably. Break we call dances. that we call that dashboard dashboard confession Peter Parker because he's just all emo with the flippy emo floppy one. hair. Yeah, yeah. It's so that movie is so bad. It's also on my list. Sorry, I didn't. Uh, I just jumped in here because it's on my list and pretty high. Um, plus, Casey, you're a big Sam Raimi fan, so I, I would assume that that like adds to that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and people were talking today because it was officially announced. Um, that he's taken over for Doctor Strange 2. And a lot of people are like, oh, God, Spider-Man 3. And I'm like, come on, guys. Like, the is, dude knows how to make movies. Is he officially taking over? Because I heard it, I read an interview with him where it said he's involved. He didn't say he was directing it. I thought today was, it's a lock. Oh, I mean, I whatever. Know. Different podcast, you, but yeah. Yeah, sorry. Sorry to digress okay. there. But uh, um, yeah, yeah, no, that movie was bad. It had all the potential. Everyone wanted to see Venom. Everyone... It's coming off, like you said, the high of Spider-Man 2, and 1 was good, um, and it was just, like you said, like just so bad and so disappointing. Just a gigantic letdown for me. Yeah. It was it was horrible. Um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, Lauren, you're next. Uh, so I'm guessing after the introduction of that and some comments that you made about trailers, this might also be on your list. Um possibly for similar reasons. Um, but my second one would be Suicide Squad. Um, probably my favorite trailer of all time. Um, one of the most exciting trailers that I've seen. I thought it was very well put together. Um, and then you got to the movie and it was just kind of a eh, movie. 
mind you, I was entertained, but eh. So, didn't live up to my expectations. Uh, definitely a disappointment coming off of that trailer. Um, but it is still a trailer that gets me excited. Like, if I see that trailer, if I hear that music, I'm still excited, even though I know the movie wasn't that great. So, <laughs> <laughs> good job, whoever made that trailer, but the movie, that um that is it's on my list because it is probably one of the greatest trailers I've ever seen in my life. Like cutting it to Queen, the yeah. editing in that trailer, I think it's the trailer junkies is the group of guys who cut it. And I mean, it just makes that movie look like it's gonna be the most badass movie that we've ever seen. So yes, yeah. still to this day I can watch that trailer and be like, God damn, I can't wait to see that movie. Right, yeah. When is that? <laughs> That one coming out. I think James Gunn directed that one. <laughs> Here, here's the only reason why I don't agree with you guys. Because um, at this point in the DCEU, how many disappointing movies have we had? So I mean, I, this one's not disappointing, though. That point of I'm not, time I'm not saying I didn't the tell you that right. the other ones aren't on my list. I'm not, I'm not saying the preview list. didn't look good. I'm just saying that at that point, fool me once. So I walked into it with like, eh, whatever. We'll see what happens. Um, and I thought it was entertaining, zero expectation, and it returned twice that. So for anyone that listens to this podcast, you guys should write this down because this never happens. I agree with Bob. Uh, I did not dislike that movie. It wasn't amazing, but like Bob said, my expectations were so low for this movie coming off of the shit that we saw for the DCEU. Like, the end is a clusterfuck, but like... I was entertained by that movie. So like the movies on my list, I didn't put that on there because when I'm talking about a list of most disappointing movies, a movie that I didn't like want my money back for to me, isn't going to make that list. We'll talk about other DC movies that definitely wanted me, made me want my money back. But that movie I did not think was that horrible to say that that's the most disappointing movie of all time. I'm more saying that, yes, I was, I originally went into this with very, very low expectations just because of its predecessors, just because of the DC universe that they were giving us to that point. Seeing, well, yes, (laughs) seeing that trailer gave me hope and made me excited for this movie. And that is my point, is that that trailer is, again, in my mind, one of the best trailers to be able to take me from having zero expectations and not thinking that they could do anything with this movie and whatever. I'm excited now. I try, Like I said, I try and go into movies with open minds and no expectations, so I can't be disappointed. That trailer got me excited. And then I got You're like what I should have Finding Nemo. What? You're like Dory from Finding Nemo. Why? You saw the trailer. Whoa! Warner Bros. is going to do a great DC movie. <laughs> I well, I agree with I agree with Lauren. I mean, it's not like there's parts in that movie that are absolutely brilliant, like Harley yeah. getting turned into Harley. I love Jared Leto in that movie, and I wish there was more of him in it. And I don't even think it's like, oh my gosh, it's so disappointing, it crushed me. I think it's more like the trailer made it seem like it's going to be awesome. 
it is not as awesome as the trailer makes it seem. They cut out the part where like the enchantress is doing voodoo dancing and El Diablo turns into like this weird like Native American creature fire guy. Like they just you know what I mean? Like that's that's the only thing. It's not like I thought it's not like Star Wars where I thought it was going to be the greatest movie. It was more like this trailer makes this movie look a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So now I'm excited to see this movie. Oh, wait, this isn't that great of a movie. That's all. The trailer prepared me for a different movie is basically where I'm getting. The trailer prepared me for a different movie, and that's not the movie that they provided. And I went into this list saying there are movies on my list that I still found entertaining. I still enjoy Suicide Squad. But it was definitely a disappointment for where I was expecting, like from what what I went in expecting. And I knew better than to expect more, but I couldn't help it because of that trailer. I will agree that that trailer is one of the greatest trailers of all time. I will give you you guys on that. That's not not all you're saying. That's like the beginning of what you're saying, but whatever. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Anywho, it's your turn. (laughs) Who who is you? Me. Dave. Dave. Oh, all right. Um, I am going to go with Indiana Jones. Are you going to be shocked every time? Yeah, I, I, I just, you know, I'm just here for the appearance. Um, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Um, also on my list. Yeah, I am not the biggest. Also on my list. Yeah, I figured. I am not the biggest <laughs> no Indiana Jones fan by by my own. Uh, whatever. I I like Indiana Jones. I'm sure Casey is a much bigger. Indiana Jones fan than I am. Um, but yeah, I like Indiana Jones. Went and saw this movie and uh, fucking, it, it's a disgrace to everything that is Indiana Jones. Child LaBeouf. The Boof was in it. Um, yeah, it was just bad, man. Just terrible. I, I, I didn't even want to finish it. I wanted to get up and leave in the middle of the movie, which I don't ever want to do. I very much agree with Dave. Um, as a kid, when I stayed homesick from school, uh, I used to go next door to my aunt's house, and my aunt and I would watch Indiana Jones, and I always picked Temple of Doom because I wasn't allowed to watch it at home because, you know, ripping out people's hearts. And it's Good the stuff. best one. I Thank you. I agree with that. Um, but this was very much anti-Indiana Jones. Like, there's nothing to do with religion. It was aliens. Like, come on now. That's it, yeah, it was terrible. So Crystal Skull is also on my list. Um, I disagree with the why. I think it has nothing to do with Shia Buff. I'm a huge fan of his. Um, to me, the issue with this movie is poor writing. It's a it's a Scooby Doo mystery. Um, horrible acting by Harrison Ford, who just didn't look like he was at all interested in being in the movie. And the alien thing doesn't bother me. I think I think you can pull that off. It's, it's Spielberg. Um, it just it was. I think it was poor writing. At the end of the day, I think it was poor writing. I'm excited. I mean, Indiana Jones and Sherlock Holmes are by far my two greatest characters. Reading, watching, everything. Um, and I think they did this movie horribly. But I'm 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 hopeful because I hear there's talks of a fourth one. And last comment I want to make. Last Crusade. I I wasn't blaming Shia LaBeouf for the record. I was just throwing in that all the acting was bad. I thought including his. I like other things he's doing and has done. Um, I'm not blaming him. He was just part of what I felt like 
contributed to the movie's poorness. It wasn't his fault. Sorry if I implied that. I just wanted to say I actually don't mind the aliens part. I actually thought that that was a natural progression for the character. When you go and rip out people's hearts and people still live, Holy Grail like melts a guy's whole body. Like to me, I was just like, aliens? Okay. Like it didn't really, that did not bother me. It was more like the bad acting, this bad CGI. The bad CGI killed me so much. Like the whole part where he's like swinging in the, in the woods, like Tarzan, like that's like so stupid. With the monkeys. the monkeys, yeah, like that's what I mean, and like the hedgehog, like all these al- uh, different animals just kept showing up in the movie. Um, overall, I actually didn't hate it when I watched it, but I also have not watched it probably since it came out. And I remember thinking, like, you know what? When I really think about it, it's just a forgettable movie, so I just don't care. I'll just watch the first three over and over and over again until I die. Yeah, I heard that when they do the fifth one, they're gonna ignore the fourth one. From what I'm, from what I've read, Dow Shia will come back. That's for sure. Um, so, being as Crystal uh, Crystal Skull's already used, um, let me first do some sprinkling. Some sprinkling. We had some minor communication about the DCEU, so that is surprisingly one of my questions because I knew that was gonna be brought up. So, which has the higher Rotten Tomatoes score by audience? Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, or Justice League? Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Batman vs. Superman. Which one's better? Which one has the highest? By audience. By audience pick, yep. So, so Batman versus Superman, Donald Justice has a 62% on Rotten Tomatoes, which to me is low. Like, I get it. It's not a huge audience winner. It was a decent movie, okay? You take out that whole Martha bit, it's a great <laughs> movie. We'll talk uh, about it later. Talk Justice it. League has the higher score with 71%. Okay. Good mark, Eric. So there's my sprinkling. Now for my number four most disappointed movie, I'm going to stick with Lauren's uh, superhero theme and go with the newest Fantastic Four. And here's why. Um, didn't Man, know anything about Fantastic Four. So when the first one came out, and my first one, I mean technically second one, um, I thought it was okay. It was decent. Then they did the Silver Surfer one, and I was like, okay, again, all right, not, not horrible. But when they started to do the remake – it was like, oh, man, maybe we'll get a good Fantastic Four movie. And there's a lot of hype around it. People were really excited. They had some good actors in it. Um, and then it was like they they took what was already bad and just completely crapped all over it. It was probably one of the worst comic book movies I've ever seen. So number four on my list. Uh, so I can agree. Two of my favorite actors <laughs> like this generation are Miles Teller and Michael B. Jordan. Uh, so to have them both in the movie – got me excited um and maybe it was because of how much this movie got shit on but casey and i talk about it a lot like i don't actually hate the movie the first like half and then they like get all weird and they do like the time jump and i think it just goes completely downhill i'm not saying it's an amazing movie and it was very disappointing i just don't know if it deserves to be shit on as much as it does i was disappointed and it is on my list um, but I wanted to point out that, like, the beginning of that movie, I did not hate by any means. I I agree. And 
yeah, we've talked about it. Like there is a clear, like an actual break in the movie that says one year later, it goes to a black screen that only happens in like, I don't know, spy movies or like whatever. Like it was, it was when the uh, um, studio came in and decided to change whatever Josh Trank had done. I don't know if it was for better or for worse, but at that break, the movie changes because before that, before they get their powers and you see them do all that stuff, it's actually a pretty sweet sci-fi movie and kind of a creepy sci-fi movie. And then it turns into a horrible comic book movie, which makes no sense. And you think the characters are just garbage, but I will say the very first hour of that movie is a, if you just look at it as a science fiction movie, it's pretty cool as a, as a sci-fi thriller, but yeah. Defect Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. Defect Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with Defect Comics. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetAtowl.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. Um, Alright, so my next one on the list, uh, we kind of already hinted at it, but it's Godfather 3. Um, this... You know, I love The Godfather. Godfather 2 does the impossible and I think is an even better movie. And then Godfather 3 was one of those where I avoided it for years because I heard it was bad. But I did a marathon and I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I have to do it. And I finally watched it and it's so incredibly horrible that you just feel bad for every single person involved in making the movie. Like, you're just like, why did you make these choices? What were you possibly thinking? How can you go from something that's so revolutionary and it's won all these Oscars to some piece of shit like this? So I was completely devastated that it even exists in cinema, and um, I'll never watch it again. It was so bad. The only thing I'll say about Godfather 3 is that I was not disappointed because there's a bit of an age difference between you and I. So, so I, you are stupid against good cinema? <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying is when I watched it, it was already like on DVD. So I knew it was a bad movie. So did like, I. Talking about how often. I didn't watch it at the time. Bob. I'm not that old. <laughs> so boy, so how, are you, how are you disappointed then? Everybody says a bad movie. You watch it. It's bad. Doesn't that kind of meet your expectations? But here's what it is, is like from like a filmmaker writing perspective, it's so bad that you just can't <laughs> wrap your head around it. That it's so bad. That's all I mean. Like everyone did tell me it was bad. I expected to be a, a bad movie, but when I saw it, I was just like, holy shit, this is so bad on every level. So it just, it hurt. He did also say that he, didn't you just say you marathon them? You watched all of them? Yeah. At that time. Yeah. So, and you're, 
Mind you, I'll preface this. I haven't seen any of them. I'm a terrible person. Yes, shock face. Um, I do not have a shock face for that. <laughs> Either uh, I fully, I fully no, expected that. Bob does. <laughs> it's an, it's an uh, amazing... Godfather 1 and 2 are amazing. Movies you need to watch. Godfather. There you go. At least, anyway, at least 20 movies longer. I, every time we do one of these, every time I make another do, list. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, we've talked multiple times already on this podcast about how good Godfather Part 2 is. If he was marathoning them, a rational person would do one, two, then three. So you're coming off of an amazing movie going to the third one. Even if people say it's a terrible movie, you're still coming off of the high of that second one. Yeah. Start episode four. So usually when there's that big of a jump or a die-off point in a, I guess you'd call that a franchise, um, there's huge change involved with actors, directors, writers, something. And I think that's part of the disappointment is that all there was so much genius involved everyone involved yeah that's what i'm saying yeah like i I, that's what makes it such a disappointment for people um and i completely agree that that's a trash movie it's not as bad as Gotti starring john travolta but it is quite terrible (laughs) good to know i'll avoid that one next time i go by family video in the dollar section (laughs) (laughs) all right lauren what's next um, let's go with, oh, Casey, I think you're going to get mad at me for this one. Uh, my next one was uh, Valeri- Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Wow. Uh, here's why. What? what? One more time. Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Okay, well, forget you, Bob. Uh, <laughs> I know Casey knows this movie. Um, yep. I, w- I went into this movie so excited. Uh, I mean, huge Fifth Element fan, so was really excited for Luke Besson. Uh, watching interviews with him, this is the movie he's always wanted to wa- or make. This is the story he's always wanted to tell. Um, he's always wanted to portray the strong female lead of, uh, is it Laureline? It's, it's forgetful, really, is where I'm going. Um, <laughs> it's... It's really forgetful. Um, I think the whole movie, she's in danger and she needs the male lead to come and save her, which is all he talked about, all Luke Passan talked about before this movie was how strong of a female character Lauren Lee was was supposed to be, how she's always uh, in these big action sequences and she doesn't need that man to save her and that's what the whole movie was. So, um Going from listening to what his idea was to what was then put on screen, I thought there was definitely a gap there. Uh, I still found the movie entertaining, again. And, of course, it's Cara Delevingne, so I'll watch it all the time. Um, <laughs> but I I was disappointed. It didn't live up. I, it didn't live up to what I was expecting. Casey, what's your take on this movie? I thought that movie was great. It was so fun. It. You know what, though? <laughs> Part of it was, um, and maybe we'll have to do another episode that's like, like best cinematic experiences, like going into the theater and like leaving the theater with like remembering things. I can remember the opening sequence, like on that beach and I saw it in IMAX and I saw it in 3d and I remember going 
I haven't seen a movie that's blown me away CGI wise since Avatar in the theater. And this opening sequence is doing it. I remember just being like, holy shit. And then the rest of the movie is like, it's like a 90s action movie straight up. Like they don't even try to make it 2016 or 2017 or whenever it actually came out. It just seemed like Luke Bassan in the 90s just decided to make this movie. Um, So I enjoyed it for those reasons, but I also didn't have high expectations. It was kind of like, I hope this is good. (laughs) That's it. I was I was highly entertained by the movie again, but it was the press that he did beforehand, right. and the movie that he talked about was not the movie I saw on screen. I enjoyed the movie I saw, but it was not what I was expecting. Yeah, that's fair. It's like Suicide Squad trailer. Yeah, exactly. With Cara Delevingne again. I think she's breaking <laughs> down all movies. <laughs> Don't say that. So that's what I was gonna say. Like I haven't seen this movie. Um, the kid from Chronicle is in it, right? Like the kid that's the bad guy in Chronicle, Dane, whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, Harry yeah, Osborn. Dane DeHaan. Yeah, Dane yeah, Dane DeHaan. Yeah. So I like him, but like I'm, I'm not a big Fifth Element fan. Sorry to everyone that likes that movie. Um, so I wasn't I'm super not, excited to see it. I've never seen it. I've never seen the Valerian movie we're talking about. But also, like, if you're gonna go with a strong female lead, shouldn't you pick someone that knows how to act? I'm hurt by that too. <laughs> she's, beautiful. she's beautiful to look at, but she is not an actress. <laughs> I haven't watched uh, Carnival Row because I heard that she's good in that. I I actually literally just finished watching it, yeah. not even two or three days ago, based on Lauren's recommendation. Could have could have done without. <laughs> I did, I don't think I recommended it because I've only watched one episode. Really? I thought you recommended that to me, and then Casey recommended Castlevania, and I started with Castlevania. Nope. I definitely recommended The Boys. Hmm. And Good Omens. Did you watch Good Omens? No, but it's on my list. That is something I would recommend. But that's a whole different topic. Totally. Whole different different topic. All right. Oh, it's my turn again. So I'm going to go with uh, Transformers 2 up until Bumblebee, but mostly 2. Because, like, Transformers 1, I still – I don't – that movie's amazing. Transformers 1 was great. It was amazing. Everyone enjoyed it. I still – I think it kind of benefited, I still think, from people not thinking it was going to be good when it came out just because everyone had low expectations and then it was really good. Um, but then 2 came out and – the franchise just completely went downhill from there. I do love Bumblebee, so I'll pull Bumblebee out. Um, but it just, you couldn't tell when they were, the action sequences, like the CGI wasn't good anymore. You couldn't tell the who was fighting, and you couldn't tell them apart. The storyline was bad. Like, everything that that franchise gained from that amazing first movie, um, this movie just seemed like a bad ripoff of that movie but with none of the good redeeming qualities of the first movie so two three four seven eight twelve up until bumblebee all terrible two started it all i don't agree with that statement um only because i i will agree with the fact that it's not as good as one and none of them are other than bumblebee is very good um but I guess for me, 
when you're making movies about giant robots punching each other, if I see a giant robot punch another robot, that's <laughs> pretty much cashed my check. That's part of my point. That's part of my point, though. They became blobs, and you couldn't tell who was fighting or what was going on. Don't even care. Then you like blobs, They're, not irrelevant. fighting robots. I think Michael Bay directing your movie, if you want anything beyond robots punching each other or some giant explosion, you got the wrong director. Mike, Michael Bay is literally the cover up the bad script with an explosion guy. That's true. I just want to be Whoa, able to see what's going on. Two? I just want to be able to see what is going on. That's all. And the movie was bad. Like they all they're all bad. Revenge of the Fallen, like they're all fucking terrible movies. Hey man. <laughs> I, I I don't even I don't agree with you, but I don't disagree with the fact that uh, it's your opinion and compared <laughs> to the first one, you're absolutely right. They do go downhill after that. that and that's sure. why I was disappointed because they just go so far they downhill. Go downhill for sure. All right, Bob, you're next. It's time for a little sprinkling, my friends. Oh, we uh, we touched on Spider-Man, so I'll revisit that topic, which has a higher audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes: The Amazing Spider-Man, which is the Andrew Garfield one, or Spider-Man, which is the Tobey Maguire one. Toby. 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 Toby has a Rotten Tomato score of 67. Amazing Spider-Man has a Rotten Tomato score of 77. So, unfortunately, wow. the big goose egg for all you guys. <laughs> so now, number three on my list, um, I'm going to go with Iron Man 2. Um, I, Iron Man 1 was phenomenal. Most of the Marvel movies are really good. I mean, even the bad ones, like I thought Thor 2 was pretty decent. Everybody like hails that as being one of the worst ones. In my opinion, Iron Man 2 is one of the worst Marvel movies that has come out since the start of Marvel. You've got a depressing, drunk Iron Man. Now, now I get it. I get it. That's his character in the comic books is he's a depressed drunk. But part of the reason why he transitioned so well to the big screen was because they kind of dropped that and just made him a smartass. Um, this was just, it's just not a good movie. I don't I don't want to watch somebody get drunk and put their superhero suit on at a party and trash his own house. Like, it's just, it was just dumb. <laughs> Introduction. Like on another podcast. Yeah, I mean, what about Black Widow shows up in that? We get um, Don Cheadle takes over as Rhodey, which is great. The I will say Justin Hammer. I I, I love watch, I, I love Justin Hammer. All, That's what I was gonna say. Sorry. Um, what's his name? Why Sam Rockwell. Missing? Yeah, Sam Rockwell. Love so Sam Rockwell. Can watch him dance in a movie every day. The I, best part of the movie is Whiplash. What? Oh, I was gonna say what? Uh, it's universally the worst thing ever about That's the that, part that movie that and probably like. and and <laughs> all Marvel movies. Give me my bird. It's uh, it's because he's trying to look like him. <laughs> I think that uh, Iron Man Two is one of those footnotes in the Marvel universe where it's kind of like it's fine, it exists. Same thing with Thor Two, in my opinion. Guardians Two, same thing. Like where it's just like I don't hate those movies. I don't necessarily have to watch them again. 
like they're fine, but like that's it. They're building blocks that help make the universe, but you don't have to revisit. Yeah, that's it. Um, but Bob, it, hey, I get it. Like, there's certain movies, like even you know the one you just said too, Dave. Like the other Transformers. Like when people tell me those things, I get it. Even though I still find some nuggets of joy, I can totally understand your argument. <laughs> it's valid. Um, next one on my list is Dark Knight Rises. I don't even like those movies all that much. I know everyone gives me this face. I think that Christian Bale is a shit Batman, probably the worst. Um, I think that the realism of them is stupid when it's based off of a fantasy comic book. I, I, I get so angry. But the thing about the Batman return or sorry, Batman begins is there is some fantasy in it. And I like the origin story. And I think Christian Bale is a fucking one of the best actors of our time. Michael Caine, all those people. Then you get the dark Knight, which is one of the most beautifully shot movies ever. Soundtrack. Amazing. Heath Ledger, Joker pitch. Perfect. So I was like, okay, one of the greatest crime movies that we've seen recently. Then you go into the dark Knight rises. One of the silliest fucking madcap hijinks uh fucking what looney tunes movie where they don't pay attention to logic physics any sort of my name's robin what like oh let's send out this dude in an eight thousand pound kevlar suit onto the ice you know what i know there's a bomb going off but i'm just gonna take the time to burn my symbol Destroy the property of the city I supposedly am supposed to be protecting. Preach. <laughs> so many just stupid things that happen in this movie that I remember watching it thinking that the opening sequence was fucking genius because Tom Hardy is still an amazing actor. But just going, this is so dumb. And you people who think that this is good, I, I can never, I will never be able to understand it to this day so weird to me so a movie that i was anticipating thought the sequence was cool i remember seeing that imax preview attached to some mission impossible or some bullshit or whatever and thinking it was so badass looking and then going (laughs) not my batman i will say that i thought it was one of the best movies ever I actually like it better than Dark Knight in a lot of cases. Oh. And I won't say it's a better movie, but I'll say that there are certain sequences that I like better in that movie than I did in Dark Knight. Um, One of the best depictions, one of the only, but one of the best depictions of Bane I think we've ever seen. I love We have two cinematically. (laughs) I love the voice um, that everybody hates on. I will give you that Christian Bale is probably one of the worst Batman we've ever seen. But literally Batman, one of the best Bruce Wayne's we've ever seen. And in a movie where Batman is arguably one of many lead roles, I think in all three of those movies, um, I'm not really that hung up on it. I, I, I don't – again, like you say, I get it, but I, I disagree. Uh, I would say Batman's a supporting character in that movie because with nine hours of runtime, he's in the movie for a half hour of all three movies. Um like Casey said, the logic just being shot out the window, like how the fuck with a broken back does he get out of this cave and back to Gotham with like 
no phone, no doctor, no anything to help him. Uh, the Bane voice is bad. Sorry, Bob. Um, he's not a fucking detective. Like, Talia lives right with him the entire time, and then he's, like, shocked that she's a villain. That movie is... It's it's bad. Like, it's... And I, I don't mind him as Bruce for parts. Um, and I loved one and two. But, like, yeah, I don't get how people revere this movie as much as like love this movie as much as people do i have friends that think it's the best one too bob you're not alone you're just on this small weird island of weird people (laughs) whose opinions are very odd that's all come to find out we're all actually dead it's purgatory or lost yeah um i found this movie entertaining uh i liked the other two better um i do think this is the weak link out of the trilogy but Again, it's part of it, so I will continue to watch it. Uh, I don't have again. I don't have the reference of the source material, so as a movie, it was entertaining. No, no one in Gotham realizes that Batman and Bruce Wayne disappear on the same day. Like no, no one figures that one out. You you understand that in the comic books, Bruce Wayne is the one that funds the Batman Incorporated across the globe, and people still don't. Superman wears glasses. To disguise himself. Like, we're not dealing with intelligent... He changes his hair too, bud. I mean, I look really different without my glasses on. Obviously. You do. You do. Superman? <laughs> yeah. Casey, if you're talking, we Casey, can't hear you. we can't hear you. Oh, can you hear me now? Yes. yes. I was going to say, the number one thing that I find is the, the ultimate argument is Batman would never retire. He just never would. Ever. Dark Knight Returns. Maybe when he's one of the best storylines of Batman ever. Correct. But I'm saying like, and even then he comes back. He doesn't like have to like get this magical leg brace. That's the premise of the comic book. Is he seventy years old? He's seventy years old. He comes out of active retirement, as in putting on the suit he's still monitoring everything <laughs> he's still he's still being batman he's just not wearing the suit in, in the fair, dark Returns. in fairness yeah. they, they didn't have that magical leg brace to give him in the comic book because that just completely fucking heals, heals him yeah. anyway um that was mine i hate that movie uh lauren you're next um i'm gonna go a different route and you guys probably well, they just laugh at me for this, but um, I figured this would be comic book saturated, so I went sappy teen Twilight. Uh, is a movie franchise. It, it is a movie <laughs> franchise, and I was the age group, and I was the demographic for the books, and I most definitely read all of the books, and the movie was complete garbage. <laughs> Not even just, like, story-wise, but watching... I don't know if you guys have actually sat down and watched these movies, but there's, like, scenes of them running up a tree that just looks ridiculous, and it was just terribly done, terrible acting. They kind of butchered the storyline a little bit, and, yeah. So, for the record, the scene of them running up the tree is the one he didn't like, not the one where he sparkles in the sun. 
I mean, I just used one as reference. <laughs> Terrifying vampire that sparkles in the sun. I um, I read all the books and I've watched all the movies, and they both suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it literally seemed like a 13 year old girl wrote all those books and i remember reading them and just being like why why am i reading this why am i doing this? and then that same 13 year old girl directed the movies <laughs> yeah it was actually a bunch of guys it should have been women at that time it wasn't as prevalent that we had female directors doing those kind of things so yeah but yeah uh, yeah, again, like, Kristen Stewart is dead soul-wise, so, like, choosing her to lead your franchise is pretty terrible. But it takes a lot for me to, un like, not want to watch and and dislike any movie that Anna Kendrick's in. So for this franchise to accomplish that, don't roll your eyes at me, Bowker. I just yeah. forgot she was even in it. It wasn't right. you. Right? I was just That's like, what I'm oh, saying. Shit, like, I forgot it's, Anna Kendrick. It's that bad. Like, I've seen everything It launched she's her good, career. Good, bad, or indifferent. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, like, ugh. So, this has nothing to do with this movie, except for the fact that you just said uh, Kristen Stewart. Charlie's Angels, anybody? You're the only person who paid the $5 to see that. I bought it! Oh, my gosh. You made the mistake already? No, you saw it in the theater, though. I thought you said it was, I like... I did. Yeah, you, you liked it. I did like it. So I bought it. I will. I very much it. liked Kristen Stewart. In so that. you're the one. Yeah. So you not only are the only person seen in theaters, you also own the only copy of Blu-ray ever sold for that movie. I have heard that she's decent in this movie. I will give you that. I have heard that too. Yeah. Yep. Probably from Lauren. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, Dave, you're next. Uh, we're dancing around these two movies, so I'll just shoot them out there: Batman vs Superman and Justice League. Uh, I just figured smart to talk about them at the same time. Yeah. Um, just so bad. I know, Bob, you said in your sprinkling earlier, you got to forget the Martha part. But, like, to me, that's just, like, the cherry on top of all the corny, cliche, stupid things that happen in, in these movies. I fell in Justice League, I fell asleep in the theater. I never fall asleep in the theater. I never fall asleep during comic book movies. And fell asleep. He drilled on my shoulder. Yeah, I probably did. That's probably factual. And it's weird that you have the shirt that you wore that day hanging up behind you. But <laughs> um, they're just so bad. There's nothing. Maybe one good thing about came out of these movies. I would struggle to find it. Um, but they're so bad, so corny and poorly done. It's one of three. These two or three Zack Snyder movies on my list. But they're just bad like it's so disappointing you have two of the biggest comic book characters with all, some of the best stories ever and then you have wonder woman flash and justice league aquaman like you have some of the greatest characters ever and you just shit all over all that was those movies or characters sorry not movies you shit on the characters with the movie i think the only thing that i actually remember besides the whole martha bit um from actually no this was justice league uh my favorite part of that movie was probably the lasso scene where he's sitting on the lasso of truth that was probably my favorite scene because i actually laughed and showed emotion in that scene otherwise eh. 
So I will just say this. The Batman fight scene where he goes through the warehouse, probably one of the best fight scenes ever. Cliche. Touche. Sorry. That's that's the, the most redeeming thing of Batman versus Superman. The best only good thing. I will say for Batman versus Superman, it took a really long time to film. I remember they were filming at the same time as uh, Force Awakens, and it came out like after Force Awakens. And um, because J.J. Abrams and Zack Snyder kept having like this weird like fake fight against each other. So like there was a thing with like stormtroopers like arresting Batman. And there was another thing where like the Batmobile was like showing up in star Wars world and they kept fighting with each other in a funny way. And, but I remember at Comic-Con seeing the speech between Superman and Batman that they show. And the, it's the one from the dark Knight. And I remember being like, Holy shit, this is going to be insane. And again, where the trailers where you're seeing like uh, Ben Affleck like running in towards the you know the decimation of Metropolis and all that stuff and like seeing him in the armor and all that and like getting like hyped you know what I mean I will say that BVS the extended edition is a good movie in my opinion I wish they didn't have the Martha thing I really do but seeing Clark kind of be a detective which he kind of is in the comics. I thought that was good. Um, ben Affleck, to me, is still a really great Batman and a good Bruce Wayne. Um, I think that he did a phenomenal job in the role. Justice League, I don't even remember that movie. Straight up. I, I, I can't even remember a scene other than Steppenwolf being really shitty looking. And then, like, I think there was a cool scene where you saw, like, the Green Lanterns. I think that... Yeah happen yep. like a lord of the rings type scene and i think there was a maybe flash and superman were gonna run at the end they but really, like yeah. and then the chin don't even remember i don't even know what you're talking about the cgi chin for superman no his mustache they mustache yeah mustache. sorry but the chin looked weird too the whole, whole thing. Yeah. the whole thing yeah so but again i really don't even know what the movie was about I don't even remember what Cyborg does. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even remember any of it. It was so forgettable. But BVS, as much as it could be bad, is not... I don't think it's as bad as Suicide Squad, personally. Actually, I can find enjoyment in it. So, I believe that brings it back around to me. Bob, you don't have more to say about BVS and... I can't yeah, I really Seriously, we've beat this horse dead over the last five years of our friendship. I, I believe it comes up in just about every podcast we do. So at this point, I don't. I don't have anything more to say. I like it. You guys don't. I understand. I mean, this is this is 100% one of those movies where I get why most people don't like it. There are scenes yeah. that I, as a fan, obviously look past to get the enjoyment out of the movie. I think I think they're pretty good. I think B, uh, BBS is better, but I think they're both pretty good. I will say that seeing the movie with Bob made me want to really enjoy the movie because you could genuinely like sitting next to him in the theater like this guy was like freaking out like you you made me want to really like the movie and I just I just couldn't so I, I, can't. I I'm glad that Bob did like it because it's your favorite person but whatever I can't remember if I went with you guys or not. Like, that's how forgettable... Normally, I at least remember who I see it with. Yeah, I can't, I can't even remember that. 
Yeah, I don't. So, I don't. With that being said, it's come back around to me. That means you guys are in some some sprinkling land right now. Um, so for those of you who are not involved in our group chat prior to this podcast, um, we all worked at a video store together. And one of the movies that I most remember seeing at the video store and having never heard of prior to working there, and most people haven't, is the 1986 movie Return to Oz, which is the sequel to Wizard of Oz that not many people know about. And for those of you who do not know about this, the premise behind the movie is a classic 80s. She comes home from Oz. She tells her family about visiting Oz. They obviously have her committed to a mental institution where she receives electroshock therapy, which sends her back to Oz. And in a like never-ending story type manner, you got these weird puppets and stuff. It's a really crazy movie. So anyway, I needed a movie to compare that to. And Lauren suggested a movie that she found at the video store called Rubber. I had never heard of this movie before, so I had to look it up. This is the <laughs> synopsis for Rubber, okay? Rubber is the story of Robert, an inanimate tire that has been abandoned in the desert and suddenly and inexplicably comes to life. As Robert roams the bleak landscape, he discovers that he possesses terrifying telepathic powers that give him the ability to destroy anything he wishes without having to move. At first, content to prey on small desert creatures and various discarded objects, his attention soon turns to humans, especially a beautiful and mysterious woman who crosses his path. Leaving a swath of destruction across the desert landscape, Robert becomes a chaotic force to be reckoned with, and truly a movie villain for the ages. Now, sounds amazing. The tagline for this movie is, are you tired of the expected? Do you get it? We got tired. it. Because he's a tire. Okay. So the question I pose to you three <laughs> is which had a higher Rotten Tomatoes score? The rubber. 96 Return to Oz or Rubber? Rubber. It's a cult classic. Yep, Rubber. Also, I would like to say I did not see either rubber. movie. You just asked for a weird movie title. That one. I- I have seen Rubber twice. So wow, was that good? No, I never, I never <laughs> said that. Return to Oz has a Rotten Tomato score of seventy-one percent. Rubber has a Rotten Tomato score of forty-six percent. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> another these people, goose. These egg. people are wrong. So I have another question. Again, totally off topic, but because Bob brought up Return to Oz, have you guys ever seen the Sci-Fi Channel? Tin Man, the special. The miniseries? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched it. I've always wanted to, but... I, I heard good it. things. Yeah. Watch it. It's awesome. Return of the Oz, don't watch it unless you want to be psychologically destroyed. <laughs> no, well, so the reason that I kind of related that, obviously, Oz and such, but um, they also did another miniseries uh, for Alice in Wonderland. I think it was just called Alice. And that one is very psychedelic and drug-inducing. Like, I don't know. It's Alice in Wonderland. Um, but it's the actress from Grey's Anatomy. I can't think of her name right now. but um, Ellen Pompeo? No. Uh, it's Derek's sister. I will IMDB I, her right so now. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. So, um, 
these I'm, these last two movies are my my favorite to talk about because these yeah. are the two biggest disappointing movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, the first one I'm going to say it was disappointing because I'm a big fan of like classic movies. Uh, anything that's you know over 30 years old that still kind of gets talked about or shows up on people's lists, I gotta watch. Um, so Serpico was always a movie that showed up on people's lists. Al Pacino, uh, one of his earlier roles. I so I bought it. I bought the DVD without ever watching it because I'm like, this is gonna be a great movie. Everybody talks about it. This, this movie is so unbelievably slow. Zero action, zero suspense. It's just long-winded conversations. There's no real point. It, it was a really bad movie. Highly disappointed and would not recommend anybody watching it. Never seen it. I heard the same thing, so I just didn't give a shit to watch it. But Dave didn't see it. Oh, yeah, no, sorry. I I haven't seen it. I've heard mixed things on it. Like I, I, I do know a few people that liked it. Um, but I, yeah, I, I heard it was really slow. And if I'm going to watch a movie, I don't want to watch a really slow one necessarily, unless I know there's something good that's going to happen in the movie that it builds up to. Cause I can deal with like dialogue and character development and stuff like that. If it's slow, if it goes somewhere, but yeah, no, I have never seen it. What was no your feeling when you watched it then like you were like oh my god i can't wait to see this and then it was just like meh it was kind of like anticipation like i mean i've movies that didn't come out when i was alive uh, apocalypse now um you know casablanca maltese falcon i love those movies they're great movies and they still hold weight now um so i kind of i walked into this kind of like waiting for like the plot to pick up and and the cool stuff to happen and you get like an hour into it and you're like, man, this is just not going anywhere. And it doesn't really. Um, it's just boring. It's just a really boring movie. I will not watch it. <laughs> After that glowing review. Yeah, I scratched it off my list. <laughs> I am going to watch Rubber, though. You definitely should watch Rubber. Um, all right, so... I've got my last one. I've got some honorable mentions. Um, so I guess what I'll do is I'll just go through those honorable mentions real quick. And then if anyone wants to interrupt, they can. But then I'll go to my last one. But uh, I'm trying to think of ones that we haven't gone. Aragon, the dragon movie. I read the book. Loved the book. Saw the movie. Sucked butts. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 4. I was excited. And then disappointed. I think those um, movies are somewhat entertaining. I, I I did, but the trailer again. The trailer looks so cool. It had like mermaids in it, and I was like really pumped for it. And I think I liked maybe one minute in it. Um, Terminator <laughs> Salvation. I was a big Terminator oh, fan. Yeah. I thought Christian Bale, and I want to say it was like Sam Jessica Chastain. I don't know yep. who the was it. I don't know. Isn't Sam Worthington in it too? After Avatar, wasn't that like one of his projects? After or after, yeah. So, but awesome cast. Mick G directed it. Who did uh, the Charlie's Angels movies? And I don't know. It just it was really horrible. I just really hated that movie. I thought it was really stupid. Bryce um, Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, Ghost Rider. Um, big fan from the comics. Nicholas Cage. I know Dave loves him. 
That's all you got to say right there. That's the disappointment right there. <laughs> it was just a really stupid movie. Um, Talladega Nights. What? Talladega Nights. I know people love it. Oh. Quote it. Ricky Bobby, all that. But I remember watching it and just hating it. And I'm a huge Will. Well, I was a huge Will Ferrell fan at that time. John C. Riley, same thing. And I just remember going, meh. It's just I hate NASCAR. I just don't get it. People driving around in circles just doesn't appear. I I love that fucking movie. Their Sherlock Holmes movie was disappointing too. Yes. Oh, Holmes, Holmes and yeah. See, I, that's the thing. I just you expect more out of those two. Um, Planet of the Apes, the Tim Burton version. Um, again. Huge Tim Burton fan at that time. Mark Wahlberg, the still Rick Baker did the effects. The effects look insane. The music's Danny Elfman. So many different reasons why it should be good. Not good. And then uh, Jurassic World. Again, people love these movies. I think that they suck. I just don't understand why they don't just put guns on these dinosaurs and like make a whole military movie because that seems more exciting than I do. But like, Oh, Hey, let's go to this Island. Oh, Hey, let's keep breeding dinosaurs. Oh, Hey, they keep escaping. Stop it. Stop making it. <laughs> Stop doing it. It's not new. It's not inventive. It's stupid. Okay. So those are my created a new dinosaur. No. Okay, uh, Casey, so Phantom Menace isn't on your list. Cause I thought for sure it would be. Cause it's on no. a lot of lists that like I saw. No. All right. I figured it, it would be as a it Star wasn't, Wars fan. Um, it wasn't great, but at that time, in 1999, Star Wars, and I had never seen a Star Wars movie in the theater, like a new one. No. That that has its own like special place in my heart. Um, so my final one, though, is Die Hard 5. And the reason why is because I think that Die Hard is the best action franchise of all time. Um, and at that time... They were doing a movie marathon at Tinseltown for all five movies. So you got to understand, I've seen Die Hard 1, 2, and 3 multiple times. Too many times to count. Four, many times, and I really like that movie. But not seeing five at that time, and I'm sitting in the theater all day long, and I'm pumped. I'm watching these Die Hard movies. I'm super, super excited about it. And then Die Hard 5 comes out, and I remember being like, this is fucking garbage i hated it so much i it was just i honestly couldn't tell you one thing that happens in it anymore as soon as i left the theater it left my mind other than the bad taste in my mouth that you know 12 hours worth of diehard movies or whatever it was that day i was so excited is that the justin long one no like the justin long one that's four okay, yeah. okay i always get uh, yeah, it's okay. in that one timothy oliphant is in that one it's great yeah, um, Captain so... Boomerang is in five as his son. I thought four was with a vengeance. Nope. No, that's, that's three. Three. Four is live free or die hard. Five yeah. is die fast. I don't never, re- I never don't die remember. or something. Yeah. Huh? Like live and die. let die. Yes. Yeah, never die again. I don't fucking know. It was horrible. Really bad movie. So that's it. That's my number one. Whatever. All right, Lauren. Um, I didn't save a best for last. Uh, I just had a. It wasn't my best. It was just okay. the last one. Yeah. Um, so I'll list off my randomness ones as well, if you would like, my honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, 
sticking along with the last one I did, which was the Twilight franchise. Um, I also had on here the Divergent series because similar, Ooh. read all the books. That last movie, did it even go anywhere? Did they they Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> no. Nope, I'm good. Uh, also, The Hunger Games. Um, I was kind of disappointed in those. They were better than those other two series, but still lacking. I 100% um, I forgot about those. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say that I have a point of argument here. Yeah. I don't think you can include the entire series. Because I have to assume that by the third or fourth movie, you're not expecting a good movie. Okay, fine. I was just lumping like the group together. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I actually liked both the Hunger Games movies and the Divergent. Not the last Divergent, but like the first one. And I mean, did they end up making? Didn't they get? Didn't they not finish it? They didn't. They, I don't think they so. made them all. They made them all. The last one just didn't go to theaters. Was she in it? Like the main yeah. uh, Shailene Woodley. Yeah. I like her too. Yeah, I guess I never saw the last one. I didn't think it got made, but yeah, I like, didn't either. I liked the first two Divergent movies then, and I liked the Hunger them? Game movies. Uh no, no, I did not. Um, so I remember reading the Hunger Games. I don't like to read. I absolutely hate reading. Most of my book intake is through audiobooks. Um, I read the first Hunger Games on a train to Boston in like four hours um, to the point where I was like, I read that really fast. I don't remember a whole a lot of it, but I know I liked it. <laughs> um, same thing with the Divergent series. I read it very close after the Twilight books and the Hunger Games books. It was all in the same kind of chunk of time. Um, I actually enjoyed reading them and then they put them on screen and I barely remember them. So um, but also on my honorable mentions was, I hate to say it, uh, movie 43. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 was I, for something. I was hoping for something in that I movie. like that movie. <laughs> the amount of cast in that movie, come on. Bob, have you seen um, that movie? Isn't Kim Kardashian in the movie? I don't know, but Kim, Probably Chris, everybody, and Anna Faris, and like Hugh Jackman, and you know what happened? <laughs> There's actually a story behind that movie of how it got made. Basically, what happened is someone, I think it was like a lawyer or an agent, represented all those people and was yeah. like, "You have to do this movie. Um, it's going to be great for your careers, and you owe me a favor." And he did it to all of them. And then they, like, some of them got it and thought it was funny. And then some of them were, like, horrified. And, but he, like, contractually obligated everyone to do it. So that's how that movie got made. Because otherwise, there's no reason that most of those actors should be in that movie. I thought it was, like, not all of it's funny, but some of it was pretty, pretty funny. The movie itself is made up of multiple different, like, shorts. And it's like a they used to do it back in the day um like Kentucky Fried Movie is an example of that um where it's not an anthology necessarily but it's just like a bunch of different segments where they would do that. That's it funny. Tarantino's made a living off of that. 
not quite the same. That's all one story. This doesn't even have to do anything with it. Um, and then my last one, I don't really know which ones at this point in time were honorable mentions, but uh, my last one was the Assassin's Creed movie. Um, even watch it. Well, coming off the video games, uh, Bob's freaking out over here. But anyways, uh, coming off the video games, I loved those games. The first, second, maybe we'll stop there. Um, I really enjoyed those games. I thought they had a really cool story. I very much enjoyed playing them. Um, I don't think they did well bringing it to the screen. Uh, There were some scenes in that movie that I really enjoyed, but overall very forgettable. Um, Apparently it's getting a sequel. I'm not quite sure how, but more power to it. Apparently somebody liked it. I just did not. How is this, is this a list of, of just random movies we didn't like? How are you disappointed? I was, when I was they, disappointed when, with it. When have they made a good I, video game movie? When they, like, Detective Pokemon. Mortal Kombat. Hitman was garbage. Most, if not all, the Resident Evil movies were garbage. Whoa. 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 Yeah, 100%. It, it, 100%. Actually, I like both Hitman movies, to be quite honest with you. Oh, I'm blowing the Resident Evil movies because, you know, those are mine. They are my favorite movies. <laughs> Max Payne was amazing. Okay, that movie's sweet. That, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying, that was one that stuck out in my mind. I think that's fair, Lauren. I never watched it because the preview looked bad, but yeah. I agree that video games are really good. All right, Dave. All right, I'll run through some. Uh, I know you guys all love Watchmen. Uh, that was one of my most disappointing movie experiences. I, I know. Even, I, I don't even I, know. It, it was. I, I'm, not the, I'm, not the only, I'm not the only one. It was boring. It was corny. It, it I went and saw that with some friends of mine who were not comic book fans, and I remember walking out of the movie theater and being like, oh my god, that movie was amazing! And my buddy was like, I couldn't get past the blue schlong. Right, I have friends that say that too. I got past that. It just was super corny. And I've tried, like I said, we've talked about it on other podcasts. Like, I've tried rewatching it multiple times. I had super high expectations for it. It didn't do it for me. For whatever reason, it didn't do it for me. Um, so it is what it is. Uh, Superman Returns with Brandon Roth. Um, yeah. I was hyped up about that because it was Superman. Um, we hadn't seen him in a while. It came out when I was still kind of into Superman before I really didn't like him that much anymore. Um, X-Men 3 and Apocalypse. And I feel like I'm missing one. But like both because I loved X-Men and I loved X2. And then I loved Days of Futures Past and New Class. Phoenix. And the one- Phoenix was after Apocalypse. So I felt no, like but I, I mean, those are all bad. Yeah, so like, yeah. you had two good ones and then a shitty one. And I know Casey likes Last Stand. I don't. Um, but that, and then Apocalypse was so bad after Days of Futures Past and New Class. Um, I have Rocky Five on my list because it's Rocky Five. Um, but the what? one I'm gonna, the one I'm gonna say is uh, really Rocky Five is like. The I'm just worst. kidding. Rocky oh. Five is so shitty. All right, like it's the worst. Um, the one I'm gonna say is like, it's a comedy movie. Uh, it's a sequel to probably my favorite comedy of all time. Hangover Two. Uh, that should have made my list. No, Anchorman Two. Um, I'm not disappointed. I I wasn't excited to see it because I was like, why would you touch Anchorman? Because to me, 
that movie is amazing. Um, so incredibly funny, so incredibly quote-worthy, uh, holds up to me. The characters are great, like, just a f- uh, awesome comedy movie. And then Anchorman 2 is so, so, so bad. Like, I tried watching it. It's, like, hooked on crack. Uh, <laughs> it, it's not funny at all. It, it seemed just like... That sounds funny. <laughs> a cheap... Uh, just, like, a, like, they had to do it for some reason, but no one wanted to do it. And it was just, like, a cheap ripoff of everything that made Anchorman great. The only scene that I laughed at was there's another big fight scene and there's some funny, like, appearances in that. Like, I, I think Will Smith or someone shows up in that. Like, something surprised me. I just hated Anchorman 2, and Anchorman is, like, one of my favorite movies of all time. So I was just so grossed out, dis- disgusted, <laughs> felt icky after watching it. Had to shower multiple icky. times and erase it from my mind. It was just bad, deplorable disgusting unforgettable or forgettable unforgivable is the word i was looking for (laughs) yeah Yeah, i might have even thrown up after the movie so that's that's my list so icky icky dirty filthy i did not watch that movie i don't like it either so let, let the legacy live with the first one i'm good yeah I, I the only the only point of disagreement I have with you on that is that I think comedies or or movies that are like you know Anchorman over the top just ridiculous but funny. Um, I think those are the best movies to make sequels of because there's really not like some basis for the for the characters that you end up hold like you can be ridiculous and and kind of get away with it. I, I agree with you they screwed this one up but I think they were safe in trying to make a sequel. I don't think you touch. It was like ten years later. Like I just don't think you touch something that's so good. Like Casey, like Anchorman or Hangover Two was another great example, and probably Loop Three in there too. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know why. Like that's my thing. Like what made you think that you should try to do this again? PCP. Zoolander oh. Two. Oh, yes, another great example. Of ruining a masterpiece. I loved Zoolander 2. <laughs> oh, so bad. I saw in the theater. And I don't know. It might be bad. It might have just been like the circumstances. But I watched it. And I was rolling in the theater. I don't ever. What yeah, did you roll just, before you went to the theater? Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought it was super funny though. I, I was crying. It was, it was crying so dumb. I think, I think there was just too much time. I think there was just too much time between when the original came out and they brought out that sequel. It Comedies, was. that would be very hard to find a comedy that's better sequel than the original. I, I can't even think right now off the top of my head one that even comes close. Like, you know, Ace of Ventura 2, When Nature Calls, is good. Yeah. It's not as good as the first, but it's good. But, like, that's the only one that, like, right now that I'm racking my brain, like, what's a good sequel comedy? Because typically it it's, doesn't work. Hmm. Maybe we'll luck out and get a village, too. <laughs> um, I have I have two more sprinklings here before I mention uh, my honorable mentions in my last one. Okay. Uh, first sprinkling is, is piggybacking off of my inability to not mention Game of Thrones in a single podcast. Uh, <laughs> 
Which has a higher Rotten Tomato score, Game of Thrones or Stranger Things? Stranger Things. I'm judging by, yeah, judging by how stupid people have been thus far in Rotten Tomatoes, I'm going to go with Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones has a Rotten Tomato score of 86. Stranger Things has a Rotten Tomato score of 91. There you go. Wow. Both really high, awesome. though. Both highly recommended. That's pretty high. I have not even touched the second season of Stranger Things. What? Well, there's what three. The, what about the third season? <laughs> where, where did you not, not touch that either? She skipped. I have right not past. touched it. You have to get um, through. You have to get through the second season to enjoy the third season. See, I had to get through the first season. I wasn't at, like the oh. first couple episodes. To me, I enjoyed, but I was never like, oh my gosh, I have to watch the next one. It's because so you're once so the first young. season. See, but you always compare it to, like, The Goonies, which I absolutely love. Yeah. But I'm not... When the first season was over, I wasn't like, okay, give me the next one. So Strong, strong female character. He, can I... I don't want to spoil it for Lauren, but I do have a question about season three that... Oh, I don't care. The entire off, season. off topic. Okay. Do, do I, can we do my last sprinkling or my movies, and then the last sprinkling? Either one. Okay, last sprinkling first. Sprinkle us. So I had to go with the uh, pop culture event that's happening right now. Not the coronavirus, but the tiger virus, which has a higher Rotten Tomatoes score. Tiger King or Making a Murderer? I actually finally I haven't watched, watched either. Oh, I just I just watched in three days Tiger King because I had to wait for Kate. But I actually heard her binge watch something. And we watched the reunion one. I'm going to go with Tiger King. So Tiger King has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 86%. That means so the other one wins. Making a Murderer has the highest so far that we've talked about with 98%. Wow. Wow. It was Apparently really Apparently I should watch that one I, first. I guess that makes sense because I know people that say Tiger King is stupid, but you have to watch it. Where people are, like to me, are gen- like I've never heard anyone say that about uh It's making not. A making a Murderer is smart. Right. Tiger King is the answer to how did Trump get elected. <laughs> Seriously, because there are people like that in the United States. But that's neither here nor there. Here are my honorable mentions. Like um, public yeah. Enemies. Johnny I Depp. Like, I, I didn't hate Public Enemies. Didn't watch it. Not, not very good. I thought it was kind of boring. The new Ghostbusters. I had no expectations for that, though. Zero they all that expectations. One. Zero. However, super excited about the newest one. <laughs> the new, new. New, new, new. Um, R.I.P.D.? What yep, movies are you watching? I thought, you I thought it looked good. I thought the concept was good. I like both the lead actors. Um, yeah. and then you watch it, and you're like, Meh. Oh, this looks like a generic Men in Black. I'll watch this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it was Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges. Why right. wouldn't you give it a watch? It's the dude and then the other guy. <laughs> um, literally, they're both in. Yeah. Anyway, um, so g- piggybacking off my my last one with Serpico, um, there is a trailer that I need everybody to go to YouTube right now and watch before you hear what my last movie is. And the reason for that is because we're in the middle of a live podcast. <laughs> I said, pause. pause. Oh, I think about us. Good. I was like, do we have to do this? Maybe we have a five-minute hiatus where we're just quiet. I'm there. Uh-huh. What do you want us to watch? 
there is there was a trailer that I saw on a, another DVD. I forgot which one, um, but it was for the movie Ghost Dog. It is a Lawrence Fishburne no. movie. It's Force Whitaker. Um, it is a Force Whitaker. Excuse me. Yeah. What, what did I say? Doesn't Lawrence matter. Fishburne. Um, the Force Whitaker's in the movie. He plays a samurai who grew up in the hood, and the the trailer is really good. I remember no. You're watching the trailer yeah. and going, that's a surprisingly good trailer for, for that type of concept. No one uh, said that. Again, went out, bought the DVD, thinking this movie's <laughs> going to be pretty cool. Oh, my God. No. I'm, no. I'm telling you, the only time in my entire life, like an hour into the movie, I hit eject, picked the DVD up, and put it right in the trash. It was <laughs> such a bad movie. Yeah. I mean, it, it is the epitome of disappointing movies. That's uh, my definition right there. I'm impressed that you made it an hour into that movie. I give you credit for that. I'm telling you, watch the trailer. Watch the trailer. So that movie, directed by Jim Jarmusch, is considered of an indie classic, like a cult classic. There is no. tons of people who love that movie. I will say, I remember when it came out, and I was like, this doesn't seem like something. It sounds cool, but I don't think I need to watch it. But I've seen a lot of Jim Jarmusch movies. And um, he's like an indie guy from uh, New York City. You know, he, he doesn't make coffee and cigarettes. He made that one um, Last Lovers Left Alive. <laughs> I mean, okay. he makes indie. He makes I'm not going to know this guy. Yeah, he makes indie <laughs> movies. Um just not the kind of guy who would make a movie for the mainstream audiences, despite the name Ghost Dog, which is a cool name. I just, like, yeah, that's funny. That's, yeah. Wow. Well, I'm sorry you saw that, Bob. <laughs> but somebody's listening to this episode going, God damn it, Ghost Dog is a genius film. <laughs> okay, good. Sprinkle action. Oh, that no, you already did it. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah, I, I can Sorry. come up with one. Um, no, I want to say thank you to my guest. Um, why don't you guys go around last time and, and just say bye and who you are? Wait, guys. We are in the middle of a pandemic and lots of time to be binging and geeking out on something. Bring that back. What are you guys geeking out on? Okay. All right, Lauren, you start. You brought it up. Let's do oh. it. An audible. <laughs> uh, so I am a huge fan of Killing Eve, which the new season started uh, this past Sunday, and I did not watch it yet, um, but I did marathon the second season again just to rewatch that. Um, I have been spending a lot of time gaming rather than binging um so i finally started playing the witcher so um, i played the witcher 3 and that's about all i've been doing with my life besides working <laughs> <laughs> which i'm okay with um, i've heard that's all you can do <laughs> it's amazing um but i'm pretty far into it um just doing a lot of side quests and stuff like that and it's eating up most of my time um, I just started uh, Sabrina for the first time. Uh, watched the first two episodes of that. Um, I like it. I grew up on the 
Teenage Witch version, so it's yeah, slightly different. a little different. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm okay with that. I like it. Um, I made Dana watch the Maleficent movies, and she actually really, really liked them. So on that note, I had her start watching Once Upon a Time, uh, the ABC show. Oh, yeah. It was a story you might know told, told in a different way. Um, so we've been rewatching that, and she's pretty intrigued by that. Um, and I think that's it. I'm sure there's more, more in there, but yeah. Uh, I'll go next. Um, I am on the, Lauren mentioned audiobooks. I'm, I'm with you. I don't really like reading, but I do like taking in literature. So I do a lot of audiobooks as well. I'm actually in the last couple hours of the last Game of Thrones book. Um, so I'll complete the series. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I've also gotten back into like tabletop RPGs. Uh, YouTube actually has two really good shows that I'll recommend. Um, one is done by Geek and Sundry called um, Titan's Grave. It's a tabletop RPG, but it's actually really good, really well done. Um, I, again, highly recommend and then there's another one that I recently found and I'm kind of getting into, and that's the Pathfinder uh, Knights of Everflame. Uh, oh, again, cool. RPGs, they're, they're fun to watch, especially if it's on YouTube, it's free, it's entertaining. Um, and the last thing I'll say is I finally pulled the trigger on watching Rick and Morty. Um, I just finished season three. Uh, I think season four is out and season five is coming out. So I'm only one season behind. It's Phenomenal. It is funny. It's interesting. It's smart. It's it's great. I, I love it, and I, I recommend it. Um, because you brought it up, uh, I also have an audiobook <clears throat> on standby. Um, one of my favorite movies as of now is Ready Player One, and I've heard while preparing for this podcast, somebody told me that Ready Player One was actually on their list of disappointments because they read the book first. So, because it is one of my favorites, yeah, I, I, I didn't say I agree. I can, under, I can understand that. I can understand it. Because it's one of my favorite movies, and just cinematically is beautiful, um, I want to go back and see if I listen to the book, if that either kind of enhances that experience, or if it takes away from it. So, I was just curious. But I haven't started that yet. Sorry about that. definitely read, slash watch, or listen very good book. Very, Katie, very good have book. you finished uh, the no. Throne of Glass? Anything? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Speaking of books, you should listen to. And then no, and I need to watch those Maleficent movies. You gave me a good reminder that I should watch those. Um, you yeah. either of them? Nope, neither one. I like the first one better, but you know. Someday, Dave. Uh, so yeah, we binged the Tiger King. Including the like follow-up special episode that came out on Sunday, um, in three or four days. Which, if you know how slow my wife is in terms of binging things, is a modern miracle. So I will actually thank the pandemic for that. Um, watching Ozarks, <laughs> watching watching Ozark season three currently because we love Ozark. Uh, on the ninth season of Shameless, so we're, we've been watching that. It just came up on a year since we started, so we've watched a little over like nine and a half seasons of that in a year, so that's not terrible. Um, I binged the first seven or eight episodes of Dave, starring Little Dicky, 
um, which is one of the funniest shows, sitcoms I've seen in a long time. Um, reading a few books, I can't get into the audiobook thing. Um, I find myself like drifting, like I'll just start thinking about other things and I'll have to rewind. But that's what I've been binging. Like, there's so much good stuff on Netflix and and some of the other platforms. I want to watch Hunters. Casey, have you watched that? I meant to actually text I you. I want to see that, too. Actually. No, I, I still need to. I still need to watch it. I've heard very mixed things. I've heard it starts good and ends stupidly. Um, but I want to watch that. So that's next on my binge list. But, um, yeah, Dave, Ozark, Tiger King, and uh, whatever else I said. <laughs> I tried to get into Ozark, and I just I couldn't. I think I got little over a season into it and i was like it's just i got to the part where they were like making the church and i just don't know that please no spoilers i may watch no no i'm not i won't spoil it i'm just for me i I like i can suspend reality to a certain point and that one just it seemed like it was really going out on a limb and i I couldn't i couldn't get into it gotta finish the season because it explains it all but you know i get it it's a it's a really good show um, but I have had a few people tell me they don't like it. More so, people are generally like it, but I get that side of it. It can be slow too at times, but the payoff is always there. I have one more question for you guys, pandemic-wise. Um, biggest disappointments for movies that have been pushed that we will no longer be seeing this year. All of them. I Wonder miss going Woman. This- I miss going to the theaters. I, yeah, Wonder Woman for me. Bob, do you have any? Or is it just all of them? I I honestly have not been staying up on what's been pushed out or what was even coming out um, as far as release dates go. So there isn't really any disappointment there. I will say on the topic, though, um, Onward is in my top 10 movies of all time now. I love that movie. It was phenomenal. Very good. We recommend everybody watch it. It was yeah. very good. Yeah, we love that. Um, I yeah, I would agree with Casey. Wonder Woman. Yeah, like I just look forward to summer and the summer blockbusters and the fact that we're not going to get to see any of them. Uh, yeah. is what bothers me, whether it be Black Widow, whether it be like Tenant, whether it be any of those movies, like I don't think we'll be seeing any of them. Um, so it's just kind of a bummer because that's a lot of my summer. I have, so obviously Wonder Woman was one of the next ones that was coming, um, large movies that I was looking forward to, but um, Free Guy, have you guys seen trailers for this? Yeah, the Ryan Reynolds movie. It's Ryan Reynolds and Jodie Comer. And Villanelle, yeah. Yes, come on now. (laughs) Um, If you guys haven't seen the trailer for it, I recommend it. It just looks like a a comedy. Yeah, Yeah, it's a video game. He's He's an NPC who just kind of becomes this badass and it's Ryan Reynolds is the main character and Jodie Comer is the female lead. Looks good. It does look good. Casey, what are you geeking out on? Oh, um, we're watching Star Trek Picard. Uh, Talk about things that take place 20 plus years after the original and they do it in an organic, sweet ass way. Like they're supposed to do with that Ghostbusters movie whenever it comes out. You know what I mean? Like still honoring what happened before, but a new story. It's very, very good if you're a Star Trek fan, either of the old franchise or the new movies, because it's a lot more action packed. Um, So if you like the new Star Trek, it's good. 
Um, so watching that, completely and utterly obsessed with Total Divas. Um, the last <laughs> <night> show. <laughs> I am on a show hole so deep. Season four right now. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> it never ends. There's nine of them. Then I got to watch The Miz Show. Then I got to watch Total Bellas. So, yeah, I'm going to be in there for a while um, in the wrestling world. And then Dave. Even Marie, man. Yeah. I, whoever she is. Yeah. That's my girl. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that reading. You know, I actually haven't read too much. I started listening to a new Start Wars audiobook. Um, and then video games, Animal Crossing New Horizons every day of my life. That game is so good. It's a perfect escape from the pandemic. And then I bought a guitar. And I've been trying to learn how to do that for the past four days. <laughs> it's a pretty popular thing. My nephew actually just called me today and asked me to borrow my electric guitar because he wants to learn during the pandemic. So you and my nephew have something in common, man. We can hang out over Skype. Jamming. When you play guitars, it's called jamming. Jam. Yeah, well, jam. So. What were you gonna? What were you gonna say when I was talking about the movies? You were gonna say something. I don't know if it was about stuff getting pushed or, or something. You you literally walked. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. Right. Um, definitely were. <laughs> definitely were about to say something. But. So let's go around you guys and uh, Lauren though for bringing us to what we're geeking out on. Uh, everyone say goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Wash your hands. Go so, so long. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> and um, go read some comic books.